Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's something about Germany. Why I made the curator's deck of the Hollywood French community. Unity, unity, unity. Hard, hard, hard. Crazy, crazy, What's going on, people? Listen, can you believe that it is Thursday as we continue on with another great episode of Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. How you doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning. I am doing fine. I um I was off to a late start this morning, but I'm happy to be with our listening audience. Listen, guys, the day be- the night before last, I I had only had three hours sleep because I was up. It was one of those binge taking care of business type things. So I was up. I only had three hours sleep, and then didn't go to bed till two o'clock this morning. This morning. So I stayed in the bed to the last possible minute, the last possible minute. And so I am here with you guys ready for another jam-packed show. Of course, my daily uh, morning snack, I have, um, I have, a. a this is a honey crisp apple and it was gigantic. I had to use a bigger bowl today. So I had a honey crisp apple and I have my ginger there on the side. And I have my power pack tea with hibiscus flower, uh, horsetail, hawthorn berries, uh, the oil of oregano, and uh, some stevia. So I'm ready to go this morning. How about you? Yeah, I'm ready. I've got uh, I've got my whole apple that I'm eating on an apple a day. Take <laughs> the doctor away. I got some grapes and some mixed fruit and nuts. Yeah. Two one three nine four three thirty three fifty eight two one three nine four three thirty three fifty eight, and of course we want to shout out to people watching us on Periscope, Vimeo, all social media platforms, and of course the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Make sure you go to the Film Review Life channel and smash that subscribe button smash that share button and definitely smash like on this particular episode smash that like button and feel free to comment in the live chat on all formats right so what is the topic for today what is the topic for today let's run through the topic for today brown for self American black for anybody else but self. Brown for self, American black for anybody else but self. Observations TFR episode 57. How is it that a group can't 
agree on reparations, but can decide to believe in black and brown, quote unquote, black and brown coalition, which is proven false by this past general election results. Some of us even stand for the rights of Indians to have jobs over us in America. The topics are on the move as usual. Watching the returns in Florida, and in particular Texas, wasn't an eye-opener for us, but to many American Blacks, Hispanics, voting majority, Republican was. For a majority of Blacks, Hispanics voting, majority Republican was. After the claim there is a black and brown coalition fails every four years and Hispanics gain in job ops and real estate locations, when will American blacks realize we are in this socioeconomic battle for quote unquote correct place in the society, we are on our own. Because we are in this fight for correct place in the, in the society, we are on our own. All we have is us. Or will we continue to be displaced and misplaced as if by a child, but purposefully his or her toy to find another toy group to play quote unquote nice with? Let's discuss. The telephone line is open. The chat line is open. 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. So, what do you think of American Blacks seeming to have the need, the desire to always be the mammy and pappy of everyone else i think that when a people um whether uh us or otherwise don't they have an identity crisis suffering from an identity crisis there's always going to be this search to belong or this search to fit in or this search to find your place if you haven't <laughs> if you don't know your place now we know we're displaced we know we're out of place but not not because we're we, it should not be because we don't know where we should be it should be because of uh the forces that are present to keep us out of certain places but it shouldn't be because we don't know we belong there so what you have now is you have a potpourri mix of opinions and i i woke up this morning i woke up this morning seeing something very strange um, in my mind's eye I saw just a bunch of people in a room and everybody was shouting for their own cause everybody they were all black and everybody was shouting for their own cause so that you were not able to decipher one voice above another and so nobody was together it was divided the whole pie was divided amongst however many people was in that room it was at least a hundred people 
and everybody was shouting out their own cause. I woke up with this, woke up with this this morning, and this is what the problem is: is that we have been so entangled. I love that word. Now we have been t- so entangled with social media. We've been so entangled with mass media. Period. Whether it be news. Um, Reality TV shows Which is very much non-reality For most of us who watch them Um, We have been so inundated With so many different things And that is where our minds are plugged into We're plugged into a giant portal Of different things And our minds are plugged into different plugs And so therefore Our agendas Are not meeting Our Our Passions and compassions are not meeting where they should meet because we're so, so far divided. And now this is a problem mankind-wise, worldwide, everywhere, throughout every group of people. But with, among us, it's worse because of how much we've contributed to the world and still don't know our place. So we can't pull together enough or we can't set aside our non-essential um preferences they're not they're not beliefs they're preferences so we can't set some aside set aside some of our non-essential preferences in order to come together to get something done and that's a shame so because the fault is not all other people some of it is our fault now we are internally imploding now internally imploding right Let's go to our first meme. Let's go to our first meme for the night. Let's get to reality of the reality and get out of the thought that things are going to be better because we have Kumala as VP. Now, you've been seeing this image, right? But now there's a reality image drawn of what it's really about. About Kamala as top cop. So this is a corrected image to correct your brain to know exactly what will be happening under a Biden-Harris administration. Smash the share button, smash the like button because we are hitting hard today. We're going to hit hard. We're going to start off automatically. This is the reality that we are going to see under a Biden-Harris administration because so many immigrants are going to come here and they're going to be vying vying for jobs that the jobs, the ones that are on the bottom of the totem pole who allow themselves to be on the bottom of the totem pole will have less job opportunities because hey, everybody deserves to come to America. This is what one guy told me. Everyone deserves to come to America and have work. Oh, yeah? I say over you? That's that's my question. If you believe that, then 
well, let me stay relaxed because we're going to do something different, right? We're going to do something different. Now, let me bring, let me come here and talk to you real quick before we move on. Okay. So on Monday's show, we talked about putting the pedal to the metal, right? Making sure that your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your great-great-great-great-great-great-great, your legacy children are successful. The mostly, the most highly educated people in America to be able to ascend to the highest offices in the land, right? That's what we talked about on Monday, putting the plan together because we are about plan, not about just complaining, right? That means that to be a success in this four years that you're going to be under the Biden-Harris administration, you have to make sure that your children don't go to jail, don't go to prison, don't get caught into illegal things, don't smoke, don't drink, don't use drugs, don't smoke weed. So they will be the most highly educated people that will not hit or see any pitfalls. Because if you don't do that and you know what Biden and Harris is about, are about, then that will be a total failure. Your legacy will fail. And what was the first thing that we said healing was about? Healing, the first step of healing was knowing what meritorious manumission is and to eliminate it from your psyche to begin being healthy. That's what we talked about on Monday, right? Then on Tuesday, the second step of the plan was to invest in stock shares and companies who you use their product, right? Invest in stock shares and in companies who you use their product. Your demise can get be your game. Your demise can get be your game. That's the second step in the plan. You might not be working, but your money will be working for you. We talked about this in episode 42, 52, and episode 55 and 56 of Observations TFR. healing in healing we talked about communication skills the ability to disagree without being disagreeable is the right. way that you begin to heal because too often we are disagreeable and we have schism and when we have schism it gets to knocking heads and there's no togetherness, so the schism 
bumping heads. But that's the next step of healing that you can disagree on thought, on idea, on ideal, but still stand together as one in strength, right? Today on this show, we're talking about the reality that there is no black and brown, no black and brown, and no black and Indian from India, no black and Asian, fill in the blank, and there's no black and Jewish, no black and etc coalition everything we gain or lose is based on our non-belief in black and brown coalitions or in coalitions with us that's gain or our belief in those coalitions is our loss in these varying coalitions right healing three once you admit you hate being black, that is the first step to healing. Now we're starting with this today because we're talking about the black and brown coalition, but the first step of healing is realizing that you hate being black. And then when you realize that, you will go back through your Rolodex in your mind, your memory in your mind and say how many times you have done things that show you that you are hating of yourself. You run to the suburbs to be around the whites and the whites love themselves. They're white. They're for, they have fragility, but they love themselves and they move out. Thus and so, the hood, so quote unquote, comes to you instead of you Remaining and turning the hood into the utopia to regentrify it for your people and work towards bringing the dollars in to do just that. That's an example of not loving yourself. So the very first step in healing is once you admit you hate being black, this is the first step to healing, right? So now. Let's go to the next meme. The next meme. This is very important. So we're opening up today and it's gonna be a bumpy road for some, right? Others are going to be able to take it in stride and move forward, but it's gonna be a bumpy ride. It's gonna be bumpy in your mind. Okay. All right. So I'm looking here at who's in heaven. And what, what I'm focusing on, I'm not focusing on John Lewis, right? But I am focusing on next to him. His name is John McCain, right? Now, I'm trying to figure out who drew this meme. This cannot be a meme from an American black person, right? Why? Because John McCain should be nowhere around in that equation because John McCain was not an American black lover. He was anti Martin Luther King, in particular anti the, the holiday coming to Arizona. He voted against it, he fought against it. So much so that even Public Enemy made a song by the time I get to Arizona. So when did he 
become a friend to the American black man. He should not be there. This must be a Russian bot that drew this. This cannot be an American black because, oh, if it was an American black that drew this, oh, how our brains are so easily manipulated to believe that John McCain was a friend to the American black. But of course, people believe that Joe Biden, because he was with Obama, was a, or is a friend of American blacks. Hmm. So, you know, it's possible. Now, you've heard me say a variation of this, and this is the first time I saw this. So I guess great minds do think alike, right? So let's let's expand this up so we can read this to the people. The black man, and I want to add woman in North America was sickest of all politically. He let she let the white man divide him into such foolishness as considering himself herself a black Democrat, a black Republican, a black conservative, or a black liberal, a black nonpartisan, when a 10 million black vote block could be the deciding balance of power in American politics because the white man's vote is almost always evenly divided. So that would mean that your power would be in being together for issues about American blacks. Hmm. Malcolm X said that over 50 years ago, we're saying that now, which means there has not been much mental progress put forward. What would you like to say to that? I was just sitting here while you were reading that and I was thinking, you know, there are those people out there that, and this is one problem. This is where, what, once the divide is, is, the divide has been established. So because the divide is there, there are some people that they get uncomfortable at the mention of when you start saying anything about black people and the uplifting of black people or the advancement of black people there are black people they get really um they get really uncomfortable they get really dis disconcerted really you know um concerned about the conversation and you have to ask yourselves those of you who are listening and you can admit to yourself in your place of, of where you're listening by yourself If you can admit to yourself That this is a problem for you That these conversations come up And ask yourself why these conversa When these conversations come up That they upset you Or they, they kind of take you out of your comfort zone You start getting a little You know uneasy You know you need to ask yourself why that is Because You know Nobody wants to hear But you need to hear where you've gone wrong Nobody wants to hear that Nobody wants to hear that 
it translates to, I mean, not all of us have been somewhere and had to come from somewhere. Okay. But the fact is be in process. Um, by now we don't have time uh, for the normal growth process. You on a fast track, you got to get on a fast track. We don't have time for that now. So you're going to have to be able to listen to these broadcasts, listen to, listen to other broadcasts like this and be able to make decisions because now you, your back has been pressed against the wall. It's been pressed against the wall. We've been lazy and slack since Malcolm X and Dr. King. Lazy and slack. Some people have been doing something to their credit. But then it almost always turns into a self, um, you know, a self-promoting agenda. It can never just stay with the issues. It never just stay for the, the purpose of the people. It's always got to turn into a self-promoting situation. Um, we have to change this And yes we have been off politically Because guess what They don't care anything about The policies as you as a person They just need you as a number You're just a body To go to that poll And cast your vote For one or the other Any of your issues That could be made policy They're not addressing And this is the problem This is what we're talking about and how long are you going to ignore it? Not unless you're just content with being a number. If you're just content with that, then, I mean, it's kind of a shame. But, you know, something has to be done. Something has to be done, right? Let me bring this up. It needs to come up. It's a little slow on the uptake. It's going to get a little faster here. I'm gonna click. My click hand is fast. Look. We're slowing down the process because we want you to get it. We gave you some complex mind state there, right? We gave you some complex mind state there that you're going to have to go back and decipher between those three memes. That's why we only ran three memes. And of course, we have definitions again, right? But first, we're getting ready to bring you another video presentation edited down by yours truly, which breaks down what we're talking about, about the black and brown so-called coalition. Black and brown so-called coalition. Brown for self, American black for anybody else but self. So smash the share button, smash the like button. We're getting ready to take you on this journey now. You know, it's gonna be a little bumpy because we're gonna be pulling and bringing in context on this video. So lock in your safety belt, put on your human crash prevention damage to your cranium helmet. And we're gonna go here. So the, the person that we are Featuring on this is all things not a gene. All things not a gene. That's her name. She has a um, YouTube page. Make sure you go to all things not a gene and subscribe to her page. She drops it down. Matter of fact, she has part two to what we use right now up 
she just posted it a few days ago, a couple of days ago. So this is interesting. Good morning to our producer, Tracy Latrice, signing in. Okay, people. So check this out right here. And of course, we're going to stop in between on context. But this is going to bring to you the point. Make sure that you can comment on the chat, on the live chat. And we're going like this. I want to talk about this whole black and brown coalition and when i think about the black and brown coalition it's primarily blacks and latinos hispanics right so we, we're grouping each other in in the same same group we're fighting for the same causes we we are one this is pretty much how i look at the whole black and brown coalition and from what i noticed with the whole black and brown coalition it just depends on the demographics I voted for candidates on both sides of the aisle at some point in my life uh, because I agree with what they're saying. Latino leaders say Republicans' message of pro-life and pro-police resonated with Latinos in the Valley. The Democrats didn't respond to the defund the police, defund ICE, which are big issues down in South Texas where many people work for uh, immigration, they work for customs, um, and those are the major employers down in South Texas. So I didn't grow up around Latinos or Hispanics. It's either you was white, black, native american indians and around the time you know a little bit uh later on in life as i got older that's when the um the mexicans started coming in because of the cheap labor a lot of the plants in the town were, were hiring um mexican for cheap laborers a bunch of women were getting together very casually and we started talking about politics and we realized that those of us who were voting for hillary were very proud to announce it and so i was one of the first ones to finally say you know i'm leaning towards trump once i said it out loud bunch of other women said, you know, me too, but I feel like if I say it, I'm going to get ridiculed, I'm going to be called names, I could lose my job, I could lose friends. I genuinely like the guy, you know, he's very real, he's very honest, and I can feel he's being real honest. Never mess with the guy that's got nothing to lose, and he had nothing to lose. So, for example, like, you know, New York City, black and brown people grow up together because you got the Puerto Ricans, you know, you got the Dominicans, you got the, who, who else, other, other Spanish kind of people up there, um, uh, Dominicans, who you got, Puerto Ricans, and, you know, those people, whatever. Then on the West Coast, you know, it's primarily, you know, a lot of Mexicans, you got like Guatemalans, and you got people from Honduras, right? So, and then in Miami, you got like a lot of Cubans, and you got, you got Puerto Ricans there. Okay, so the thing is, is that there are not a lot of Hispanic Latinos that actually value black people. They don't they don't I don't feel like they all want to core with us. But, you know, black people, mm -hmm. we have this thing where, you know, we we everybody we, mama and daddy. You know, we, we put our capes on and we to the rescue. You know, we mommy, mommy dearest, you know, daddy, daddy dearest. We always want to include people into our plight, whereas they don't include <laughs> they don't include us into anything. If let me let me pause that real quick now we talk about this all the time but i'm gonna say it again trump comes down the escalator june 16th and 25th excuse me june 25th 2016 and he says that the mexicans they send their people they're rapists da -da 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 -da. and the black people automatically jumped up in arms saying that 
Donald Trump is racist. Now, we loved Donald Trump before. It was all in the rap records. You want to be like Donald Trump, presidential like Donald Trump. Donald Trump was presidential without being president. And you liked him. You watched him on The Apprentice. But you let a group of Caucasians who were envious of him because he was able to do well in politics coming from being a business person and able to outdo him, you fell for it. That's neither here nor there, but it is important to the thinking. Meanwhile, you see the Latinos are voting on policy. They're voting on policy. As you see, the people work for law enforcement. They work on the border for law enforcement, which means that they could care less about the Mexican immigrant coming across because they are American citizens who happen to be Mexican. I told you we were going to wind and wind up. We went, we chugged along slow, but we're going to get this moving. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We are disseminating information because we are now on building the plan. They work on the border. The Latinos who are Cuban had a whole different political aspect to it. The ones who were, who are Dominican Republican, the Dominican Republic, the ones who are Haitian, the ones who are Mexican, had a different thought process being Hispanics, but had something in common. They all thought about policy and not about Donald Trump so-called being a racist and he came down and he said it and they were like, yes, that's right because we don't want those immigrants coming across the border mixing in with us because we are American citizens that happen to be Mexican. Let's continue. We're, if we're fighting for anything, then we want to group them into it. Where if they're fighting for something they want to group us into their struggle also because they look at like where the blacks are help us out they they dare they they vouch for they spoil these people are spoiled because they understand that we had the biggest voices and a lot of us are native born here whereas they had to come from another country to come here so they need to lean on somebody to help them with, with their rights or whatever they're trying to do and i don't feel like that's fair i really i really really don't I really don't feel like it's fair at all. But you know, us black people, we like to create these groups and include everybody in them. And to me, it's just kind of getting to the point where we need to stop trying to be all inclusive all the time. Look at President Trump as the one who most closely represents my values. People Absolutely. will hear that and say, values? You know, what values does the president have? So when you say that, what do you mean? I mean supporting things that I support, like uh, being against abortion. Uh, being for limited government involvement, being for border security. Indeed, support for Trump in Texas among Latinos has remained steady at 30 percent, according to a recent CNN poll. The unwavering support comes in the face of criticism over the president's rhetoric on the Latino community, which his critics at best see as offensive and at worst racist. When Mexico sends its people 
They're not sending their best. How can you still support somebody who they see as saying racist things against the Latino community? I disagree. I, I really don't think he said things that are racist. In August, 22 people were killed in a racist attack targeting Latinos at an El Paso Walmart. Baca says anyone who blames Trump because of his rhetoric and border policies is trying to make political hay of the shooting. I just don't think you can hold a president, or President Trump in particular, responsible for the actions of a single madman. If you ask the average Latino, Latino, Hispanic person, if black people deserve reparations, they... Let me stop that right there. So, look, how are you as an American black person that struggles. Uh oh, they're clippers. Oh, shucks, they're trying to clip, they're trying to clip. Oh, there it is, it came back. Okay, look. How are you as an American, this, this is, let's use some, let's use some sense, cause you know, we like to ball out and fake it until we make it, but we're never gonna make it until we get those reparations. Let's just, let's be clear. It's always gonna be some of us that they are able to put up front and say, if you work hard, you can get through this, right? Okay. But we're looking for a majority of, the, a majority of us to get through now. Now look, let's, let, let's, let's keep it real, let's talk. You won't know how many times we have seen people, and you've probably seen them in your cities and in your communities, when someone dies, they're out there with the cardboard, they're out there with the poster boards. Can you donate to help us bury this person? So I'm going to say this clear, so to be clear. How can you, as a person or a group of people who have to stand out on the corner with signs. You are you have been in America longer than anyone else. Matter of fact, if we're going back further, you have been on the planet longer than anyone else. But let's just pull back into America. You have been in America longer than anyone else including those who came over and conquered it. Started the 13 colonies. Why wasn't it called settlements? Let's, let's listen to the language. Very important that we look at it. Why would it call it the 13 colonies and not the 13 settlements? They were called the 13 colonies because they knew there was people already here and they were colonizing. The 13 colonies, they were colonizing the people that were already here. They weren't 13 settlements. They were, 13 settlements would mean that there was no one here and they settled and they built this out and they pushed out and they cut down on the trees and but when they got here civilization was already here pathways trade ways were already designated when they got here which means that they brought the 13 colonies which is colonization of the people that were already here you have been here the longest over anyone else coming here. 
Everybody else were immigrants. You were here. And then some of your people halfway around the globe were brought through the transatlantic transatlantic slave trade to meet you again and then to mix with you again. But that's a whole nother show, a whole nother story for another time. Only 388,000. We're at 44 million. But that's another story for another time. Point is, you have been here longer than anyone else and you are standing out on the corner with signs talking about, can you help us bury our loved one? But you don't want to talk about reparations, right? But you're standing out there on the corner. So you would have the mentality that you want to work with anybody else but your own people. You have to admit that you hate being black. And once you find out that you hate being black and you admit it, then you will go research and say, why do I hate being black? And it all comes back to the same root. It comes back to the same root. And you, that then is when you will know that it's reparations then Reparations now and reparations in the future. Reparations then, reparations now, reparations in the future. Because if you had reparations, none of your family members, even if you blew the first few checks, none of your family members would have you standing with their deaths would, would necessitate you making it a necessity that you have to stand out in the corner because you have no money to bury that person, let alone have money enough to cremate that person. This is what we're talking about, right? So you're talking about correlating and being in a correlation with people who have a country that they are coming from. If it's so good there and it's so built up, why are they trying to come here and get our, get our set aside, get our land of milk and honey that we built, that we're still trying to get ours. Now, Nana and Nana, all about Nana, all things, Nata Jean, she's going to go and talk about, just ask a random Mexican, right? Just ask a random Mexican about, uh-oh, they're trying to clip us again. How about that? Okay, it's back. Just ask a random Mexican about black people receiving reparations and just see what they would say, right? We already know that why did we waste time when they believed in Donald Trump? Not that your vote really mattered because they actually stole the election. We're going to just keep that straight up. Always remember, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. And they have buried it so deep, the proof that you can, your eyes, but your eyes don't lie. So let's listen to what she says when she talks about reparations. Mad man. If you ask the average Latino 
Latino, Hispanic person, if black people deserve reparations, they're going to tell you no. Why do we deserve reparations? They're not going to they're not going to understand what we what our ancestors went through, how we built this country and how we need back pay. They they're not going to understand understand what happened in the in the Freeman Bureau, how uh, these these white people came and, and stole stole our money. And we and we never got that back, you know. Or the land that great great grandma and granddaddy them probably inherited. They're not gonna understand how we need that back. They're gonna say, well, you know, you should have uh, fought hard enough, or you, you know, that ain't our problem. That ain't, you know, y'all need to figure that thing out. Now, see, she talked about the Freedmen's Bureau, right? And you can look at her, like, look at her, look at my sister, look at myself. You see. Not Indians from India, but Indians. We're American black, but you know, they brought and amalgamated the slave along with the people that were already here. They had already conquered the land and had a more spiritual belief about land instead of pouring concrete and cement and knocking down trees where people can't breathe, the pathways and the tradeways were natural weaving through what was there, right? So when you look at her and she talks about the Freedmen's Bureau, maybe you should look that up. Maybe you should know more about what you're looking at because when you look at her, when you look at my sister, when you look at myself you see Indians because the Indians the original people here were black they had crossed over the Bering Strait millions of years before but you have to know you have to study that history to know that we came before Columbus but and people will say well how come you don't know the language all those people talking about they want to go back to Africa. How come you don't know the language? <laughs> I'm just, I mean, let's just be real. Let's just, let's just kick it real for a minute. So no matter what you believe, if you believe that your ancestors come from the 388,000 that landed on the shores of America, or if you believe that you come from the people that were already here, who amalgamated in, who made now this 44 million American blacks, could be 66 million, but 22 million wiped out through abortion. And what are the Mexicans against? What are the Latins, Latinos against? What are all of them against? Abortion. Why? Because they know that they're coming here to multiply to be the most important voting block. And that don't include you, black people. Black people, you have just squandered your time and now we're here, we're getting ready to take it back. They said, remember the Alamo? Well, we're gonna forget them remembering the Alamo because we're gonna be here with the Indians from India. And sorry, black people, white people are gonna be such a minority that what they did to you doesn't matter because your own people in the CDC kicked 
it down the road. Kick the issue down the road for another 50 years. And by the time another 50 years happen, we will be in control. And you know what we're going to say to you? We didn't have anything to do with that. Sorry. Matter of fact, we're going to just practice, continue to practice benign neglect. Because... You were something at one time, but now we're the favorite minority and now majority and we have the melanin to take your place. This is what we're looking at. Unfortunate for you. You thought that it was something, but it really wasn't nothing, right? So what do you have to say to that? You know, um, you are absolutely correct. And as you were saying that, every time you're you're saying something, it's prompting something else. And I was thinking about how all of the things that have been leveled against us as a people, uh, starting from birth with those first vaccinations. Uh, you know, it, it has been a report has come out that said that some of those vaccinations have been linked directly the causing um, what is it the the thing in boys, but it's uh, autism. It's been uh, directly linked to causing autism in black boys. So when we're looking at people now, we're in a generation where some of those people have grown up and they're going into their adult years. And look at how they're acting. Look at them. When you sit there and you say something ain't clicking. Something is wrong. All cylinders are not firing with these people. Those people are going to become where we're at in our 40s and 50s. Those people are. And so what do you think we're going to be looking at then? So you have an element of people that are. That's a demographic. And it's spread around. We can't put it. neighbor Label it to it. Put it in a neighborhood or whatever. It's spread around. But then. You know, you have that element. Then you have, then again, here's the, the big divide. Listen, listen, listen. Here, here, here. What he is saying is, and what we've been saying and yelling from the rooftop since the very beginning, since the first episode, is that you're going to have to be about your people. And being about your people is not being against another people that we got to get out of that and we got to quit letting people make us feel like it's that way whenever we bring up um uh, pro black uh, we we better we better do it but every time we bring it up oh, oh you know uh, then you're accused of now you got to give answers to everybody you got to give answers to all of your white friends you got to give answers to all of these people listen if you know me you can come and ask me. This is a one conversation answer. And that's it. If you don't know me better than that. And we've been friends or friendly. Then I, it's nothing I can do about that. Because I'm not going to come off of what I'm saying. I'm not going to come off of what I'm saying. Because I, if somebody doesn't stand. In the right way. With the right agenda. With the right intentions. With the right heart. And the right mind state. Towards this thing. It is going to be a permanent collapse. Do you understand what we're saying? You just going to be here like we you just going to be here. Devalued and unvalued 
unless you have if you slip through the cracks and made a way to make a little bit of money you still gonna be used because how could okay so if you were one of the um the few that let's see amassed a billion dollars in in wealth your net worth is a billion dollars plus and you are rubbing shoulders with others who are in a billion dollar plus range who are mostly outside of your race how are you going to really feel about that really i mean when you go to bed at night yeah well you can you can be smart and say well i'll sleep just fine because i got a bank full of money yeah but when the rubber meets the road you need to be able to look around you and see somebody who looks like you because you stand a better chance of them having an an internal understanding of who you are and where you came from as opposed to oh you're one of us now see you're one of us now it's different than saying you're one of you and you're with us no you're saying you're one of us now so whatever you were before we say you one of us now meant nothing it didn't count for anything and so you're not going to be able to be able to righteously look yourself in the mirror and be comfortable with that if you are then uh you know i have a lot of different names i could give you i'm going to forbear but you know there's a lot of different names that you can righteously be called for having that mindset a lot of uh you can righteously be called certain names all right not because nobody gets no great glory out of calling you a name but because that's just what you are it is what it is hmm yes 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 so which brings us to our definition now the nigerians were dancing in the streets they were dancing a certain amount of nigerians because People were like, oh, just totally alarmed. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that our own brother and we were just dancing in the streets when Biden was elected, right? Because they seem to forget. There's a certain group of people who seem to forget. Now, Nigerians are not American black. American black aren't Nigerians. But Nigerians should know better because they're in a bad way. But they don't because, but anyway. All right, people, so we've been going through different killings. You can only call it murder if the person is found guilty of the crime, and then it's called murder, but we call it killings, murders. They just got away with murder, right? So we've been going through different killings of American black people during the time of President Obama. And boy, it was coming rapid fire. So the list is long. Remember, we started with Eric Garner, right? And Eric Garner and all of those that were in 15 and 16 have been moved down the board, right? Because we started with Oscar Grant yesterday that just before President Obama was sworn in, Oscar Grant was killed in Oakland, California. What was the municipality? Democrat. 
Shim Walker, Brooklyn, NY. Democrat, July 11th, 2009. That's the municipality. So are we seeing this? Then we talked about Henry Louis Gates. We talked about Obama's remarks about the Cambridge police acted stupidly. That opened up the floodgates right there because they had the beer summit at the White House with Cambridge police. Joe Biden, who obviously must have in his segregationist thought as being a segregation mustard say we should do this and eat peanuts and drink beer at the White House that was July 30th 09 then Victor Steen Pensacola Florida to be all the way transparent again Pensacola Florida was Republican in 2009 he was hit by the police driving the police cruiser slammed into Victor Stein and, and killed him. It was like a hit and stay. It was a hit and stay. Kiwan Carrington, Champaign County, Illinois. Their municipality is Democrat and that was 10-9 that was October 9-09 now just bringing a recap of what we did let's move forward because this became rapid fire under President Obama this is a Democrat president majority Democrat municipalities and tell me Tanya what happened to Many of the police officers that did these heinous killings. What happened? Um, they got off. They left the courtroom. They went to the bar and had a beer and they celebrated. Celebration. We gonna celebrate. Killing you in words tonight. Oh, yes. Now, look. Okay. Look. 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 Aaron Campbell, Portland, Oregon, January 28th, 2010. Oh, this was coming rapid fire right behind each other, right? What was the, what was the municipality? Democrat, Stephen E. Washington, Los Angeles, California, March 20th, 10. What was the municipality? Dixie Crack. Democrat. Seven year old. Ayana Monet Stanley Jones. Seven year old. Ayana Monet. Stanley Jones, say her name. Five, sixteen, ten, seven years old, shot in the head when the police did a raid on a house and the little girl was shot dead by being shot in the head. 
Detroit, Michigan. What was the municipality then? Dixie, excuse me, excuse me. Democrat. Dan Roy, DJ Henry Jr. Pleasant, New York. Pleasant, New York. October 17th, 10. What was the municipality? Dixie crap. What was Dan Roy, DJ Henry Jr. doing? Just take a guess of what he was doing. Um, maybe just walking down the street. No, he and his buddy was were in his car. He's a college student. The police officer who ultimately kills him jumps in front of the car and shoots him dead. Rude justified. Let's keep moving. This is all under President Obama. What you're up here jumping and you're thinking this is gonna be all happy go lucky. You're happy go lucky. You're happy go lucky. You say, oh yes, this is gonna be so different. Don't you know that happy go lucky is a stereotype in the minstrel shows? The heart happy go lucky dorky. We can't make this up. We just can't make it up. Happy go lucky. You're happy, you're dancing in the streets, you're getting the minstrel paint ready, you're tapping your shit, you're tapping your shit, get your tap shoes. You think it's gonna be better under a dick, excuse me, a Democrat. Let's keep moving. Derek Jones, Oakland, California. October 17th, 10. This is happening at the same, on the same, on, on, on the same day, on the same day. What was Oakland, California in 10? Democrat. Reginald Ducey, Los Angeles, California, 1 11. January 14, 2011. What was the matter of fact, that was the Mexican mayor at the time. Los Angeles, California, Dixie Crap. Raheem Brown Jr., Democrat, was the municipality, Oakland, California, January 22nd, 11. You should go research some of these. There was a barber standing in his standing in his business, but he didn't know the law that they are there to serve and protect, to serve owners and protect property. And in many cases, due to lack of personhood, you represent both, and so you should have known the law. That's another story for another time. 
Alonzo Ashley, Denver, Colorado. Now this is an interesting one. Happened July 18th, 2011. Alonzo Ashley was at the, he was at the Denver Zoo with his girlfriend. They were over by the elephant display and he began to display the symptoms of heat stroke. He sat down outside by the, you know, how they have the displays and everything. And he sat down there and it appeared that he fainted. The security, the zoo security came over and tried to revive him. He wakes up and he's, he, they say, this is what they say. They say that he became more agitated and moved the hand of the uh, security out the way, got up and went to drink some water at a water fountain and he puts his head under the water fountain to try to cool his head and the security tells him to stop that. Now you're suffering from heat stroke and you fainted. The first call that the security person made after he told Alonzo to stop and Alonzo became more agitated and they say he was swinging at the at the security. The first call, he didn't call the ambulatory service he called the Denver Colorado police the Denver Colorado police eight officers eight come and they try to talk to Alonzo. Now he's suffering from heat stroke, which means that his mind, who knows when he woke up and he saw the person standing over him or, or kneeling in front of him trying to help him, that he didn't feel threatened. He's suffering from heat stroke, and when he doesn't follow their commands, they tase him. He falls to the ground. And what do the crack, very intelligent Denver, Colorado police do? They roll him on his stomach, cross his legs, pull his legs up to his cuffed arms and hold him in that position and he dies. They basically hog tie him and he dies. A man suffering from heat stroke. Anyone in their right mind anyone in their right mind would look and say what are the symptoms of heat stroke? 
The person would be dis, de, or, disoriented, maybe would feel that he was being threatened when eight police officers, you've got your Glock, you've got your mace, you've got your taser, you've got your stun gun, you've got your collapsible baton, all on your tackle belt. You've got on your basically combat boots. You're ready for combat. Eight people put him down and basically suffocate a man by putting him in a hog tie. And you tell me that this is going to be better under a Dixie crack whose laws are the reason why American black males are seen as predators even when they are in a situation of distress where a helping hand would mean more to humanity than to hog tie the person and basically suffocate him to death. He's suffering from, he had the symptoms of heat stroke. He had fainted. He just wanted to cool his head and the security did not see him as human because of the lack of his humanity. He did not see him as human enough to do what any other human would do if they suffered from a heat stroke and came back to. And you're telling me, oh, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Dixie crack, 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 Repub. Harvard. Boston, Massachusetts, Repub. Oh, Shem Walker, Dixiecrat, Dixiecrat. You don't realize what you are up against because you do not do enough research. And that is your fault. We are not in this situation where even those who cannot hit a ball get a trophy. You do not get a trophy for making poor decisions that is that are detrimental to American blacks. You do not get a trophy. You do not get to make the excuse that you didn't know when all you have to do is research. You don't get that excuse. Oh, there is more of a list and we're going to continue. This is during Obama, your man. You got in the minstrel show because he could shoot the jump shot. This is what we do. This is what we do. He did a little minstrel thing and then Biden walked by in his mask and says, wow, that's good, Negro. But anyway, <laughs> and you sit up here and you don't know what's going on. And you, and you say, oh, I, I'm, I take offense. Why is he telling me that I'm da, 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 da. you're going to take offense, but you're not going to take offense to the man who passed the law. Some people say those laws were so long ago. Laws don't leave the books. 
You are subject to the laws right now. That shows how ignorant you are. And if you don't become knowledgeable soon, you will be seen as stupid. Oh, this list goes on. We're going to have more tomorrow. This is an in-depth, in-depth. It's a long list. All this during a Democrat. And we're going to maybe compare to how many actually died under the first four years of Trump. Just to look at it and see what your best interest was. We've always told you we didn't have a dog in the hunt. But we're just using common sense for you to have abstained or voted your best interest. Smash the share button, smash the like button, tag people in this video that need to see it. Tell them to watch all the way through and don't cut off because, don't cut it off because their dopamine didn't get a chance to release because it was something they didn't like something that we said listen you can't get high all the time sometimes there's hard work involved and being able to begin to say i hate being black and once you say that that is the first step to healing because you will research why you feel that way and when you learn that there is no black and brown, no black and Indian from India, no black and Asian, fill in the blank, whatever Asian you want, no black and Jewish, no black and etc. Coalition, everything we gain or lose is based on our non-belief, which is gain, non-belief in those coalitions is gain or our belief in those coalitions are lost. Once we understand that, building the plan, we will understand that it's a vicious cycle and a vicious game. Because if you are unemployed, even if you aren't doing anything that is considered illegal, it leaves you more susceptible to being out on the street where there is a killing force of American blacks. More blacks were working under Trump because of his policies. No way, no other way that you can cut that. And now we are going to see because 500,000 Indians from India who can write and speak the Queen's English plus their language when they want to block you out are coming and they're coming for your jobs. Not to mention that the illegals are coming across and going to get those jobs. Where is your job, black man? Where is your job, black woman? All you had was one job was to get out there and vote or at least make it seem that if you were going to vote that you didn't believe in Biden too much, but you were holding your nose. But no, you got out there and you started doing the minstrel line dance and you started singing and you started dancing. And after he won, you were out there with those 
people who are going to have a job and they're going to you were dancing with them but they're going to go back to their conclaves those those ones that were anarchists they're going back to their rich families oh they were just defiant but you're going to be seen as deviant practicing deviancy and you're but that's that's another show you need to go back and get these lessons we 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 learned we we gave this information before and we told you what it was going to be and now you're going to sit up there and you're going to feel the wrath of Khan for those who know that reference you will feel the wrath of Khan because Biden is coming like Khan to finish the job and if he succeeds or doesn't has to do with American blacks having the pedal to the metal, having the foot to the pedal to the metal with the foot up him and Kamala's butt. Maybe making them ventriloquist puppets of what American blacks want for once. But the probability of that possibility you need to go back and watch our show on probabilities and possibilities. Our five series, five episode series on probabilities and possibilities. The probabilities of that possibility is nil to none because you were out there. Move it in, move it out, move it in. All about disco, lady. The 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 Nigerians over there. Don't know the policies of Biden the first. So, <laughs> so what you got to say? You know, um, just thinking of that, it is the as I see how people are interacting or not interacting very well about this whole situation. I realize that people's erroneous thought processes are their religion. And what are the byproducts of religion? Or it is it is uh, adversity to other groups. It is intolerance. It is um, it is sometimes meanness. Sometimes uh, you know separation. Um, and I use that se separation. There is uh, some separation necessary in a certain context. But in this. You have people who can't even hold a conversation. I mean, I posted yesterday how it's not so much so that people are um, seem to be blind, but it's the who that I'm encountering that makes me really like it's kind of it's like I wouldn't have expected that from you. I would have expected you to be more with it than that. I would have expected you to have more insight, especially artistic people. We are, you know, we move by the spirit so um most of the time artistic people are a little more they're a little more intuitive you know so when i speak to people who are artistic uh they are behaving autistic you know i when i speak to them and i'm i'm seeing it they're so i'm just surprised i'm surprised at the levels of disrespect i'm surprised at how people speak to one another you know, I had I had a person 
and uh as bad as i want to say their name i'm not i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it cool you know they came to my wall and we were talking about now it wasn't on politics at all it was it was actually on uh, health and pharmaceuticals and in in prescribed medicine and the person you know began to call he was like i used to like you when we worked together he actually used to be my supervisor on a job and he said oh i liked you when we worked together but you're an idiot (laughs) now what makes that so humorous and this is how people are speaking to one another on a regular now you're calling them idiots for having a different opinion you can't uh we can't have a different opinion or a different view towards accomplishing a goal you have to be able to enter into conversations and discuss the hard things in order to put together a plan to accomplish a goal you have to be able to systematically like peeling back the layer of an onion find out where your problem spots are and be able to discuss things reasonably without people getting their feelings getting lifted up in pride getting their feelings hurt getting their egos bruised you have to be able to do that if we're going to get anything accomplished but this person called me an idiot and and what was so funny about that is the the that he was the last person that needed to be calling anybody an idiot from my recollection my recollection of him um <laughs> my recollection of him says that you are the last person that needs to be calling anybody an idiot much less me but you know i just laughed at him i didn't take offense to him but because he kept coming on my wall and saying things and contrary to another person's opinion i you don't have to agree with everything i say in order for me to continue to have you as a friend on my social media network we you we can disagree you can have your opinion this is social media everybody has an opinion right but when you continue to be insulting then i'm like well i know who i am i don't have to deal with that it has nothing to, i'm not going to let sit there and let you continue to insult me just to prove that I know who I am because I know who I am. You're bringing a bad energy to my space. You're bringing a bad energy. Not only that, the people that's on my space, they had my back. I had people in my inboxes saying, ignore him, blah, blah, blah. They didn't, they were being encouraging, but they didn't have to tell me that because, you know, I already ignored him. I know him. So I said, but why is he so gung-ho and so against me for coming against pharmaceutical sales i mean the pharmaceutical sales money is their money it ain't your money what's the big deal so i go to his page and i find out he was a pharmaceutical salesman that's why so in order if i if i take down that segment that takes away his pay well you are a slave to that you need that so that you can't accept any other opinions and any other approaches to anything because it's going to affect your livelihood um so this is what we have here i liken that story to what is going on now with the interactions between people on social networking is that people black people y'all are really concerning me i i i mean i know some of the most intelligent people that when it comes to this subject about us being uh, in the uplifting of our people Then you got the religious side Who and I know a lot of them They've been very quiet They've been very quiet with me They've been very quiet concerning they, they, They're like they can't figure me out And I'm so strong with it 
that they're not going to approach me on no religious uh, rhetoric. They're not going to approach me and ask me, well, what are you doing? You know, you're talking this black stuff and and, and all of that. Um, before anything, I am a prophet of the kingdom. The kingdom is composed of multiple things. It's not just sitting here waiting on our time to pass on and go to heaven. The kingdom is about active agency on earth. The kingdom is about active agency on earth. And I am an advocate for that cause, whether it is it's talking about to get into heaven part or if it's talking about the living the right now part. There needs to be voices that are speaking in the earth concerning certain things. So they're being very quiet. They're like, OK, well, what, what do we say to her? Because <laughs> you know how she going to see, you know, how she get down. What are we going to say to her about what she's doing? Well, just just I'm reasonable. I'm approachable. Just come and ask me. But you have people who cannot interact. They do not have the. Uh, the wherewithal they don't have the, the language they don't have the speech they don't have the mindset they don't have the mind state they don't have the they don't even have a mindset their mindset is all over the place they don't, to be set is to be at least in position even if it's the wrong position you <laughs> you don't even have a set mind your mind is tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine and media that comes across your way and this is not going out. What are we doing here? What do you expect to happen if you if you keep doing things the same way and it's not come it's not come to pass? And I I see people like he said they're dancing. They I can see them dancing on social media too and how they're talking. They're talking. Oh, I mean the things that they say about having gotten Trump out of office. I'm like, man, you don't have no idea. How these people don't have nothing for you whenever i told y'all that first hundred days you're gonna get so what promise have we gotten so far from kamala harris she said that she was in they she said that they're gonna have a hundred days to get their gun laws together wow who you think is gonna be affected by that when they start doing revisions to gun laws they're going to take yours sweetheart they're going to put more restrictions so that you don't have yours. Everything is going to affect you first, but that promise looks like, okay, we're headed in the right direction because the, the police are shooting us with guns and, and uh, oh, and here's another promise that they she is uh, banning, commanding, banning chokeholds in a, within 100 days. Well, how many people can die in 100 days? So we're going to get all the chokeholds in. We can now. How many people die can die in 100 days? How about immediately ban the chokeholds? But those are the two breadcrumbs. They're breadcrumbing you. Breadcrumbing you just enough. See? See, they making promises. They making good on their word. How difficult was that? How difficult was that? They breadcrumbing you. You still coming? Like a dog licking the floor. You know how dogs lick the floor? For trash, the dogs lick the floor for things. You know they licking the floor. You coming, licking up breadcrumbs? I can't. <laughs> I mean, what what are we doing? So I told y'all in the first hundred days, you're gonna get a couple of promises, and y'all gonna be like, see, they doing it. See, they starting already. They they starting out the gate. Yeah. 
what else they start with? 500,000 Indians from India coming in here. Oh boy. So while y'all still dancing, y'all, you know, y'all dropping it like it's hot, y'all celebrating and still over the chokehold and the gun revision, which by the way, they didn't slid and took your guns. You know, y'all still dancing. Here come the people. They dancing too. They dancing right on across the border. <laughs> they 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 dancing right on across the border, laughing and shaking hands with with the white people, looking at you like, get out of our way, get out of our way. We're coming. We dancing too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dance, 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 dance all night. Dance, dance, dance. Yes, dance, dance. Train them on this job. Oh, we're dancing. We do. We dancing together. Yeah, we're brothers. We're brothers. We training y'all. Y'all gonna get in here and get a piece of this dream. And you still don't realize you don't have your piece of the dream. Oh, you gonna get a piece of this dream. Oh, y'all dancing. Y'all dancing together. Y'all dancing together. Um, uh, brother Johnson, I need you to come into the office. Uh, at the end of your shift. Okay, brother Johnson, come in there. Uh, yes, Mr. Simmons. Uh, yes. Here's uh here you go. I'm so sorry to have to do this to you. We've done some revisions and some cuts here and I know that um you know you have a family and your wife and your kids and your daughter just went to college and you just bought this house and you know I'm so sorry about that. Uh we are putting together, you know, we're giving you a 2 week severance package. Uh you'll find that to be very generous. It's a um uh, your pay times one half uh, for each of the two weeks and um, you know we'll let you stay your family stay on uh, health insurance we're going to carry the health insurance over for 30 days and um, you know we, we've given you that generous benefit because we know how hard it's going to be after that and now you sitting there And when you go to grab your things to go out, the person you've been dancing with can't even look you in the eye anymore. Because all the time they knew it was coming. How about that? Just think about that. Because that's what's about to go down. Man. Meanwhile, they're doing symbolic. But they're not doing anything about reparations. Now, they were talking about reparations in 2019. But when the election came around, oh, the election year, oh, reparations is nowhere to be found. They just, through the help of white, uh, excuse me, the help of black immigrants who claim to be African-American in the CBC, they just effectively kicked that down the road for 50 years. And you thought that it was because of Trump that it was kicked down the road 50 years. But in actuality, it was a Democrat thing because they still think that they will need to use you. Now, when that comes back up again, we can predict will be like the second year in leading in to the next election where they say, well, yeah, we're going to do reparations if you. And for some reason, when it gets around to the three years and a quarter, all of a sudden that's gonna disappear off. Oh, it's about jobs, it's about defense, it's about security.
But meanwhile, the jobs that were there were taken away because the immigrants came. But we're going to get you some jobs. But if you had reparations, they could do what they like and you would still be okay. It's called back pay. We need our back pay. You can have those people working. I will buy the plant because I know how every bit of the plant works as the worker. I will buy the plant and keep it going myself and get that connection overseas myself because I'm qualified. I just don't have the economic prowess to do it because you haven't paid me my back pay through reparations. Okay. Now, people, did you hear about Emmett Till 2020? Did you hear about Emmett Till 2020? You sent this to me, I believe, Tanya, but also our brother-in-law, Will, he sent it to me. And I had a hour conversation with him this morning about this because I wasn't sure by the way the parent or parents were talking in this presentation. Now, I didn't cut this myself, but I let it play straight because it's very important to know this. Now, for those, when you look at it closer, when you bring it up bigger, this kid, you see Emmett Till to the left and you see the kid to the right and he is magical like Emmett Till in 2020. <sighs> Let that settle in for a minute. He's mangled about his face. Like Emmett Till in 2020. What's the headline? I don't know. First of all, I need to preface. These black families need to stop thinking that you can trust your kid Though I'm going to go into filling the story. Did you can trust your kid with Caucasian parents? You cannot. You were programmed to be the help. So you would not do something against their children. Matter of fact, you might be like the help and say, you smart, you intelligent. Anyway, what's the headline? 15-year-old Kawan Charles left his home with his friend, parentheses, Caucasian, and his friend's mother, dot, dot, dot. Hours later, he was found like Emmett Till. Cleveland Remembrance page. This is happening in Cleveland, Ohio. gonna let this sit for a minute. Let me read it again. What's the headline? 15 year old Kawan Charles left his home with his friend, parentheses, Caucasian friend. Uh, put in, 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 in quotes, friend. And his friend's mother, dot, dot, dot. 
hours later, he was found like this. He was found like Emmett Till. Except for he was found in a field. This case may be happening at the end of Trump's presidency but for loving yourself hopefully American black people this will shape Biden's and Kamala's presidency because someone has to come up with some answers like the kid left handsome 15 year old kid ends up mangled like Emmett Till 60 years ago we have been telling you about the incantations and you are in a incantation that has been constantly chatting to you chatting to you if I get to the white picket fence if I get to the suburbs if I get to the best neighborhood possible to put my kids to the best schools then everything is going to be alright except for you haven't calculated in the white supremacist racist whites that have been here before Trump became president and will be here on fire, baby. We just showed you the list of police, Democrat municipality, and nothing. So this is a civilian situation. But we know what happened with the civilian situation under... It was Trayvon Martin. We haven't even got to Trayvon Martin yet, but that's not a police situation. It was a wannabe police... Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, neighborhood Watch. Under Obama. Still free, still kicking. You know what? Doing Skittles. All that. Still under them. I'm going to play this presentation, but go ahead. Um, see, what you can't see and what you refuse to see and fail to see, the white supremacist groups do see. And that is this government don't care about you. They know it. So that means that crimes against you will increase through these groups because they can see what you can't. They can see what you can. They're they're in support of it. They don't feel any kind of ways uh, negative about uh, the fact that there is, um, you know, ambushment set against us. But they, you know, they can see what you can see or you refuse to receive. You know, well, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Yeah, it is. This is why you have to speak in the affirmative for your people. And that's not speak uh, once again sensitive folks this is not speaking against another people only the only way i'm against another group of people 
is if they're against mine, right? But fundamentally, if I'm for my people, I, I'm not even thinking about the other people. I'm thinking about my people. Now, in my heart of hearts, I'm not going to do anything to disparage another people or to take away from another people. I'm just out for my people to get what we're due. Unfortunately, it looks like we're being greedy because we do everything. I said that before. I mean, can't help that. That's the, the whole you painting. That's the whole that this government painted and the powers that be painted. They painted themselves into that hole by bringing slaves here to build something that they are going to profit off of. That is not rational. It is not uh, a fairness. It's not righteous. And God is only going to stand with what's righteous. Remember that. Let's not forget to factor God in this whole thing because at the end, he's the final voice that's going to speak over this whole thing and who he's going to be with. Listen, all of this false doctrine and religious rhetoric that paints a certain picture that says that things were justified against us. It's not God's God is going to be the final voice in speaking and his prophets are, are, are pre speaking, speaking first for him and watch it come to pass. Have you, have you happened to see the people out there in viewership land? Have you happened to see the Indian commercial with the Indian preacher? speaking the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he says that what is coming in all this strife in the world is sin and you need Jesus. So how many of y'all American blacks gonna go under an Indian from India who wasn't even on the board when Jesus, they weren't even on the board, but they're setting it up for you. And a lot of you are going to be just like you go over to Joel Osteen and you sit in his congregation and you get the word from a Caucasian. So shall you sit under an Indian first and second generation Indian American. And for sure that will seal your fate because they will still have the white Jesus, but the gospel interpreted by an Indian will keep you from wanting to step into Indians for their racism, which is setting it up for you. If you said you seen that infomercial. Oh, you know it's what? coming to a city. It's coming. Okay, it's coming to a city. If you haven't seen it, like the Fanat, the Fanat commercial, if you haven't seen it, it's coming to a city near you. That must be a new commercial. I haven't seen it yet, but it's really, look at the timing. That couldn't be a better timing, right? But just a, a side note, the answer to sin, whether you believe in Jesus Christ or not, the answer to sin is still going to lie within your ability to change your mind and change your heart. Because at the end of the day, you don't even get to go where you think you're going with Jesus unless you do that. Either one, either way, with Jesus or without Jesus, it's on you how you end your days. It's on you how you chose to live, how you chose to think, how you chose to love, how you chose to implement different things. It's all in the righteousness of you or lack thereof. 
that it all comes down to that christ is not the he was the he shared blood for the substitute of your uh to be a substitution for the penalty of sin but he didn't share blood for you to keep sinning i think that's where people people get that twisted he didn't share blood for you to still be able to keep sinning and call on the magic wand of christ that's not what that was you still gotta meet a standard so that's all i wanted to say there Lord, he loved me and I loved him. A 15-year-old boy found dead in a field. His family wants answers about what happened. The boy's body was found in that field near Lauraville on Monday, three days after he was reported missing from his home in Baldwin. Right now, investigators in Iberia Parish aren't saying too much about the case. And as Katie Easter reports, the boy's family has a lot of questions. Family and friends of Quan Charles gathered outside the family home to remember him, including his heartbroken mother. I've been crying throughout the day. I wake up in the middle of the night crying. I'm missing my son. I'm missing his smile. I'm missing his little jokes. Roxanne Nelson says she hasn't been told very much about how her son died. My son has a big knot on his head, so it's obvious that someone hit him in the head with something. Family members say Quan was last seen leaving his house with a friend and his friend's mom. I want the lady that can't get my son without my permission and his dad's permission to be held accountable. That's right. You cannot just take somebody's son, bring him to your house, and not be held accountable for them because he was in her custody. So now he's dead. He left here alive and well, and now he's dead when he went to Lowerville to her house. He was uh, found dead under mysterious circumstances, and we just want justice for him, and um, we just want um, a thorough and honest investigation with uh, Iberia Parish Sheriff's Department. In Baldwin, Katie Easter, KTC, TV3. Now, this right here, this may be happening at the end of Trump, but this is all Joe Biden and Kamala, Kumala, Indian Harris. That's right. And so we're looking at Emmett Till 2020 final film. And you know what's eerie about this? When you watch, when you go and get the larger video to watch it, or you watch it again here, if you look at the mom from the nose up, she looks like Emmett Till's mom. It's it's eerie. It's eerie and crazy. Matter of fact, this is Cleveland. Trayvon Martin, when you put the side to side together of Trayvon Martin and Emmett Till, not beaten. But Emmett Till and Trayvon, their nose, cheekbones, lips match up. Their perfect look, they look exactly like. They look exactly alike. When you put Mike Brown side by side with Marcus Garvey, their cheekbones, eye sockets, forehead, nose, lips, chin are matched. There's something bigger going on here when you start Absolutely. to see people.
people who look similar to the past, it's recycling again. And I haven't quite put my hand on it because when you go that deep, when you go that deep, you're delving into places that you might not want to go. But looking at his mom from the nose, I don't know what her face and her chin looks like, her lips and her chin, but from the nose up, her eye sockets and, and her forehead, she looks like Emmett Till's mom. Emmett Till in 2020. This is the case that's going to define if Biden is still a segregationist or if he's just a stumped down bigot. This is going to determine if Kamala Harris actually values the quote unquote black in her or if she's just a Indian from India bigot we've got 10 minutes 5 minutes to close out you know we day after day after day um, we bring these facts to you raw and uncut and it's up to you though um, to to receive the information and go then it's not for you to just take it and stop there it's to spawn you or jumpstart you or or get you in a place where you want to go do your own research you need to train your mind not to be lazy a lot of times if we've gotten to a place of comfortability in life we feel like not necessarily that we've reached our own personal pinnacle but we stop challenging ourselves to go deeper and go further because it seems like it's going to take a lot of work and so then you have to ask yourself whether you're being lazy it doesn't take anything to you know most of you have laptops or desktop computers it doesn't take anything to go in a search engine and just start typing in some words and looking up some things but I remember one time um, I was talking with D about um, the need for certain college courses and I was saying that I never would need have a need for algebra I wasn't going to be any uh, chemist I wasn't going to do anything that was going to have to involve formulas and all kinds of stuff like that and um, he, what he said was well the purpose of that those classes is not necessarily because you need them but to train your mind to think outside of the box or something similar like that that he said and I thought about that and I said yeah that's true because if you don't have something that challenges you you tend to get compartmentalized you tend to get stable right there and if you get right there it's not your intent to be lazy but you just get there you know this is the you comfortable you feel good right here there's no drama nothing's going on and you look at the news and you just shake your head and be like, mm, mm, mm. you talk on the phone with somebody about it. You just be like, child, did you see what was on the news today? Blah, blah, blah. And you like to yourself, you like, man, I'm glad I'm comfortable. I'm just chilling. I'm just, you know, but at some point we're going to have to be a people because guess what? There were elements of slaves like that, too. So many of times the things that we're manifesting 
are the things that correlate to whoever we came from. So they were the same back then. And so the plan when slavery was put in place, there was a plan to not only have us a slave, but to divide and conquer us for 400 years past slavery. And they've been successful at it. They've been successful at it and, and put in the element of social media and everything that we see on TV. Everything is, you know, high tech. Everything is advanced to get to you faster. 5G faster. Split second. You can upload a file in a click of a flink finger. You don't have to wait anymore. Zip. You hit the button. Zip. It's right there. And we are a generation of microwave people. We want things quick. We want it now. But then the things that we need to go apply ourselves to, we do not. And so we seek to help you change that mindset so that you can have a state of mind or a mind state so that you're stable. If you're not, if you can't be counted for anything, if you don't know the facts that we're putting before you, then you don't know how to position yourself. If you don't know how to position yourself, then you're just the pawn. On the chessboard, you, you're moved around to be at the benefit of the player, you know, to protect their queen, king, and bishop. But you're just a pawn. You moved where they got to move you to protect the ones that are the big dogs. So you have to stand up and be counted in life. Why go to your grave having done nothing? Having done nothing, just assimilated. Just assimilated comfortably without a care in the world you have to change your mind you got to change your mind Whew. you got to change your mind you can't have been assimilated because y'all gonna assimilate in with the indians and be going to christian church at the indian church then you're not gonna want to be be able to fight then they're going to be the buffer. They're going to tell you, well, we weren't here. So that reparations thing is out the window. 500,000 coming. So listen, people. We're coming to another end of another great show, right? So look. Use your QR code scanner on your Apple phone, on your iPhone, or on your Android. You can go to the Android store. A Google Play Store and download a QR code reader or go to the Apple Store and download a QR code reader and scan either Cash App on the left or PayPal on the right and drop a few dollars on our account to say that you enjoy what we bring to you because we bring the facts for you to be able to catch, analyze, retain, and when necessary, shoot. Because this information, for sure, one day, if used, utilized correctly, will save your life and the lives of your loved ones who follow your informed direction. Now... Could American blacks stop putting their faith in, could they stop putting their faith in Caucasians? You're living in the neighborhoods. 
you see that when you move into the neighborhood, sooner or later, the Caucasians move off of that block. There might still be some Caucasians around you, but why would you trust? Could we wise up for once? We're getting tired of seeing this. We saw that with the Aubrey guy. Now, he knew that they said that they didn't want blacks around, but he's jogging in a Caucasian neighborhood and they hunt him like he's game. Like so, but he should have watched the movie Surviving the Game and he would have known how to dart and move and turn the tape. Need to watch that movie Surviving the Game starring Ice-T because there are black people who go along and who are on the side that hunt you in the game. You need to watch that movie, Surviving the Game. They barely play it because, well, you have to see the film, but they barely play it because, but anyway, Surviving the Game starring Ice-T. You have to see it. I don't think he did a movie after that, after that too. But you have to see the film. It's good. Listen, people. Um, there's a difference. I'm coming to, to the conclusion that there is a difference between people who have studied and people who have not. People who feel that if we just assimilate and act like everything will be cool. That is not what this is about. This is about they are white and they have certain fragilities. That's just the way it is. And you put your life in your hands every time you move to a predominantly white area. Instead of building up your communities that they're re-gentrifying anyway because it's closer to the city. Leaving you way out in no man's land with no tax base. They stole the money. And next thing you know, B.B. King's riff starts playing that... Ice Cube used. Down, 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 yeah. Down, down, down. The thrill is gone. Down, 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 down. It's going to be using. Right? All right, people. So this is, uh, this is, we're into some uncharted waters. But we shall see you again tomorrow. We're in some uncharted waters with 500,000 Indians coming. This is some uncharted water. But we will see you again tomorrow on Friday. Closing out the week with episode 58 of Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.